The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. This is The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. People have asked me, Timbo, you, you often refer to cat's paws watching the water using a sailing analogy. And for those that haven't heard it before, it, what I say is a sailor is always constantly scanning the water. You want to see these little wave ripplets, and they, they come in, in little groups. And you can s- literally see a breeze coming, and you can prepare for it. Uh, so that A, you don't get knocked over, caught unawares and capsized, but B, you want to be able to know when the wind is coming and where it's coming and from what direction so you can take tactical advantage of it. And just like I use that analogy because that's how you have to read the news, right? You're not going to see big stories all the time. You're not going to see big waves. You're going to see little wavelets. You're going to see little stories. And you have to be able to put the little stories together, almost like a jigsaw puzzle. What am I talking about? Well, here's a story. A Pennsylvania jury just awarded a man $2.25 billion, two and a quarter billion dollars, two billion two hundred and fifty million dollars against Bayer Age, which is the parent company of Monsanto. And the case was because of a cancer death as a result of using the uh, herbicide Roundup, the weed killer Roundup, which contains glyphosate. And by the way, all of our wheat, all American wheat is artificially ripened with glyphosate because for some unknown reason, couldn't have anything to do with regulatory capture, the federal government permits farmers to use glyphosate on their healthy wheat to kill it, to artificially ripen it so that they can get it off the fields before any winter storms come in or any hailstorms or thunderstorms or anything that's going to harm that wheat crop. That's why people think that they're gluten intolerant. They think that they can't have wheat. They think that they've got Crohn's disease or colitis or one of the other diseases that have to do with gluten intolerance. And yet, then they go to Europe and they can have all the bread, all the pasta, all the wheat products they want because the problem isn't the wheat. The problem is the glyphosate. Their bodies are reacting to glyphosate poisoning. Well, this man used Roundup and died of cancer, and his estate was awarded $2.25 billion. Now, that is going to be reduced, okay? That's that's a, a massive amount, but what it signals, and this is why it's one of my little wavelets. It's one of the little things that tells me what's going on in the world, really. A Pennsylvania jury had had enough. They'd had enough about being lied to through the scamdemic. They had enough about being lied to about the r naught values and about masks and about the jabs and about everything else. But Timbo, what does Roundup have to do with COVID? Because people have had enough. You want further proof? Look at all the people now that are out. And you can go back on the timeline and look. Last summer, last summer, I was calling out the Taylor Swift Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey romance as a psyop. I haven't watched professional football in five years. I've never seen Travis Kelsey catch a football. And I was told that in the last game, he and Patrick Mahomes broke Tom Brady and Ron Gronkowski's, Rob Gronkowski's record for most touchdown passes between a quarterback and a receiver in the playoffs. Well, so Mahomes and 
Kelsey are now the new record holders, and I've never seen a single one of those touchdowns. That's how long it's been since I've watched professional football. I didn't need to be a football fan, certainly didn't need to be a Taylor Swift fan to know that if you've got one of the top NFL football players and NFL is all in for all the BS, all the DEI, all the ESG, all the Pfizer, and Taylor Swift doing the same, that it was a put up by their publicist. This has been going on in Hollywood since there's been Hollywood. You got a gay actor? Well, we'll hook him up with the starlet. The starlet won't have to worry about being sexually accosted. She'll be still be able to get married as a virgin. And she's had this great romance with this hunky actor like Rock Hudson or somebody else. It's been going on forever. All of these things. It's not Taylor Swift and Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. It's It's been going on forever with all of these romances and the breakups. And it's all fodder for People Magazine and all the supermarket tabloids and all the stupidity, all the stuff that doesn't matter, all the bread and circuses to keep you distracted from what's really going on. And what's really going on is that they're stealing our country and that they hate us and that they want us dead. What part of the earth can only have 500 million people in order to be sustainable means that they don't wanna kill 7 billion of us. And you guys all know this. We've been talking about this forever, but what makes me happy is now Jack Posobiec and a whole lot of people are starting to call this out as a psyop because that's exactly what it is. They played their hand too, they played their trump card too quickly. They played it too soon. They played it too hard. It's too in your face. It's too obvious. I always say hubris will be their downfall. And here it is. This is what I'm talking about. So when I refer to watching the cat's paws, watching for the wind, now you know what I mean. Watch all these little stories. Watch this Monsanto $2.25 billion jury verdict to show you that people have had enough. And watch the reaction to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to realize that people have had enough. And you see enough of these little stories, you put them all together, and you're going to have a pretty good idea of what's really going on. I'm Timothy Shea, and this is The Reckoning. Be a part of the conversation. I want representation I can trust. Have your say. Biden isn't doing enough. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. According to Elon Musk, one of his brain chip implants has been successfully placed inside a living human. Here with the story, joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Timothy. This is such exciting news. I, I've, I've been waiting for this day with uh, like anticipation. Not this is frightening. Uh, it's it's done. Uh, we have uh, crossed a Rubicon, opened a Pandora's box. Uh, Elon Musk has confirmed he made an announcement uh, saying that the first ever human patient in his Neuralink startups clinical trial is recovering well after having a chip implanted inside their brain on Sunday by a robot, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mr. Musk said in a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, quote, initial results show promising neuron spike detection, end quote, which is very nerdy speak for uh, some sort of reference to the fact that there are activity of neurons uh, sending signals throughout the brain and the body. The San Francisco-based neurotechnology company that nobody wanted or asked for conducted its first human clinical study using its precise robotically implanted brain-computer interface otherwise known as Prime. No, that's not a Transformer robot. That's the robot that implants the chip inside your head. 
Yay. Uh, the study uses a robot to surgically implant a wireless brain computer interface, otherwise known as a BCI, because that sounds better, in the brain region controlling movement intention. Neuralink said it aims to create the world's first neural implant that will allow users to control a computer or mobile device anywhere they go using their thoughts. You'll notice they don't say last. They said first. Uh, Mr. Musk has expressed his desire for his company to assist individuals suffering from severe spinal cord injuries and amortrophic lateral sclerosis. Sounds nice. He believes that brain implants could potentially treat other conditions such as Obesity, autism, depression, schizophrenia, and religion. I'm just kidding about the religion part. Uh, he is also optimistic about the technology's potential to enable telepathy and web browsing. That's right. You too can become an X-Men superhero. After receiving clearance from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, for its first ever human trials, the company began recruiting quadriplegic patients for the clinical trial last September. The device is essentially invisible after implement, implement, implantation and wirelessly transmits brain signals to an app that decodes movement intentions, the company explained. Wouldn't it be funny if somebody hacked that? Just saying. The prime clinical trial which aims to test the implant is expected to take around six years to complete. Its main objective is to evaluate the safety and initial effectiveness of the implant, enabling participants to control a computer cursor or keyboard using only their thoughts. If only the sitting president would just warp speed this and force us all to take it. Neuralink has been conducting human studies with brain implants under an investigational device exemption, IDE, since receiving FDA approval last May. Before this, the company had tested brain implants on animals in 2019. Didn't end so well for some of the monkeys. We'll just leave it at that. You can Google that one, folks. In 2020, Neuralink successfully implanted artificial intelligence microchips in the brain of a pig named Gertrude. In April of 2021, Neuralink published a video of a nine-year-old macaque named Pager playing video games using a neural implant in his brain. And here we are, Timothy. I just hope to see any video of this person who has it in their brain just, just being alive. I would like to just see that for now. What do you think? Well, I believe his name is Senator Fetterman. And I've got some good news. That Sal Gertrude, she's now identifying as George. But nothing can go wrong with this technology. I, I don't believe you for a second, Timothy. I'm sorry. I'd like to see some more science on this. Have you noticed that this this is going to take six years? But uh, how yeah. long did we have to wait for the safety trial information? Come on, Adam. Yeah. That went at the speed of science. That research went at the speed of science. Actually, this is the speed of science. Six years. I, that's that's actually pretty quick. And you know, I got to say, I'm very impressed. And I I don't. I'm not saying that in the least everything else has been sarcastic but this is genuine you have absolutely nailed it when you said what if they hack that app this is no different than putting the chips in the car that act as a kill switch for our safety of course in case someone is drunk driving you know that's not how they're going to use it and you know that's not how they're going to use this my background is in neuroscience i saw this coming 30 years ago in 1996, I gave my boss for Christmas a gag gift. We, we exchanged gag gifts, and I went and I got a little plastic construction helmet, and not one of the real ones, one of the plastic costume ones, and I went down to You Do It Electronics in Needham, and I got a whole bunch of 
serial cables for printers and uh, circuit boards and a couple capacitors and a whole bunch of electronic equipment. And I glued it all together and I presented it to him as the world's first hardware wetware interface because his brain needs to be downloaded because he's had so much up there. He's, he, he was the smartest guy uh, for whom I've ever worked and one of the smartest guys I've ever known. And it was a great gag and he loved it. But the reason I gave that gift is because I knew what they were working on over at the MIT Media Lab. And what they were working on is this stuff exactly right here. They've been doing brain implants for decades, okay? There's a famous experiment where they implanted electrodes into the rat's pleasure center. So what they do is they drill a hole and they put the electrode in, they make sure it's in the pleasure center of the brain, and then they put some epoxy around it and then they connect it to a wire and they would stimulate the rat's brain if the rat and hook it up to a little paddle. So if the, if the rat touched that paddle, it got electrical stimulation in the pleasure center. And if he touched another paddle, he got food. And touched the third paddle, he got water. The rats would preferentially press the paddle that gave the electrical stimulation to the pleasure center until the rat died of dehydration and starvation. They would rather get that, that and, and the idea was that's where cocaine acts, is on the pleasure center of the brain. So it was a, it was a stand-in study for cocaine. So the next study was doing it for cocaine, you know, replacing the electrode with uh, cocaine and the rats would take the cocaine until they died. So the, the point is that we've known the brain as an electrical organ. We've been using it uh, diagnostically uh, for years, but now Elon says he wants to do it therapeutically. And I'm highly skeptical, highly skeptical that in an organ that is so complex it can't even comprehend itself, all of a sudden, just by putting in a chip magically, we're going to be able to cure depression and Alzheimer's disease, which is a physical uh, disease, not a psychological disease. And the latest research that I've seen indicates that it might actually be related to diabetes. It's like a diabetes of the brain. It's insulin resistance in the brain that is what Alzheimer's is. I'm highly skeptical that this little chip that was sold to uh, the public by being a way to allow paraplegics and quadriplegics to have use of their limbs again, I'm highly skeptical, Adam, that this is going to be the magic bullet that Elon says it's going to be. Oh, I'm right there with you. This is one of those classic insert the uh, Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. It's a trap meme here. Uh, yes. For sure. Uh, and then I, I am curious, since you 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 might know about this, how close to other sensitive things in the brain is this uh, area they're targeting on with this, which is the movement and tension part? What else is close to that area that's going on up there? Oh, just the limbic system, which controls our emotions. Nothing major. I was afraid you would say something like that. <laughs> At least it's away from the uh, hippocampus which is uh, involved in uh, regulation. It, they, the, the motor functions are in the back of the brain. They're in the uh, uh, cerebellum. So it is away from that. But on the underside of the, of the brain is the, the limbic system, which are all the, the structures that are involved in emotional responses. So are we all of a sudden going to have a short circuit and somebody's going to go on a killing rampage? Screaming, aloha snack bar? Well, time will tell. Time will tell. It's a scary story, and it's one that we have to keep on top of. And again, I'm not anti-technology. 
And I'm not necessarily anti-Elon. I don't know that he's doing this for nefarious purposes, but I'm telling you, I don't like this research. Knowing him and his history, uh, it's going to be somehow related to um, uh, development in the military. He's all over oh, that kind un of stuff. Undoubtedly. That's, yeah, that's, that's who's funding all of his companies. All right, Adam, thanks for a great story. You're listening to The Reckoning right here on today's News Talk, TNT. TNT's Misty Winston. She says, how is anyone still talking about October 7th? What Israel has done since October 7th is many times worse than what happened on that day by any conceivable metric. The only way to feel otherwise is to believe Israeli lives are worth many times more than Palestinian lives. How is Israeli suffering still being centered over vastly less significant acts of violence three months ago, while ex exponentially worse violence and suffering is being inflicted by Israelis right this very moment? If your nation is attacked and you respond to that attack by immediately murdering thousands of children with incredible savagery, then you forfeit any right to expect anyone to give a shit that your nation was attacked. Israel responded to the Hamas attack by doing something much, much worse than anything Hamas has ever done, and in doing so, completely delegitimizing itself as a state and completely validating everything the Palestinian resistance has been saying about the state of Israel since day one. Misty Winston on today's News Talk TNT. A better business tip from TNT Radio. The benefits of advertising on today's News Talk, TNT Radio, should be clear to businesses of any shape or size. It can be accessed anywhere, anytime, by anybody, and is the perfect way to build brand awareness and stimulate digital activity. If you'd like more information about advertising on TNT Radio, simply fill out your details on our contact page and we'll be in touch. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. It's what we do best. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Foster Colson is the man behind several companies across the spectrum of the burgeoning parallel economy that are touching more people's lives in a tangible way than any others out there today. As founder of the wellness company Zelenko Labs and Vigilant News Network, VNN, as well as investments in companies that left-wing vulture capitalists won't fund, his companies are here to fight for our freedoms and a better brighter tomorrow. I'd like to welcome to The Reckoning for the first time, Foster Colson. Hey, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Foster. We've had a number of doctors as regular guests uh, from the wellness company. And in fact, Dr. Makis is going to be on again next Monday. But I'm really happy to have a chance to talk with you because as far as I'm concerned, you should have gotten the uh, Small Business Administration's Entrepreneur of the Year Award last year. You're really making a difference, not just with the wellness company, not just with Selenko Labs, but with all the companies that you've made investments in, that you're you're kind of acting as your own incubator. And of course, with, with VNN, to get news out there that people can rely on. That's one of the things we pride ourselves on here at TNT. What woke you up to the fact that an outlet like VNN was necessary? You know, I think we all have a story before 2020 happened. For me, I was really focused on environmental impact companies, and I had several of them. Uh, when 2020 happened, it really opened my eyes to just the corruption of the biopharmaceutical complex in the media and big tech. And being an entrepreneur and, and being able to look and find where there's need for something. Uh, when I looked around, I didn't see a lot of companies in the health and wellness space or in the media landscape that we're telling the God honest truth of things. And so that really led me to start my journey into figuring out how I could be 
uh, a big part of the solution on trying to build this parallel economy. And I think there was a story, though. You were watching the news with your wife and you realized that what you were seeing was propaganda. What did they do to make you make you see behind the curtain? You know, I I um, I was for VNN. Yeah, I, I started seeing and noticing. Actually, it wasn't me who noticed it. It was my wife. I got to give her credit. She'll get mad at me if I don't. Um, and, and I was... I was watching a video that they were playing on the news and it was happening over and over again. And I think it was about reporting the effects of COVID at the time. And they were using clips that were old from years ago, trying to showcase their narrative and have us live in this fear that they were trying to create. And so she obviously is uh, maybe a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, which is now actually, I don't even know what it's called anymore when you're right. Um, uh, we call them she, pattern recognition experts. Perfect. She'll love that pattern recognition expert. I like that. Uh, and she was showing me these clips and I was like, that's horrible. Like, like if she wasn't there to show me, like I would have totally maybe believed that was real. And yeah. so I think there are, there are a lot of really amazing um, digital news outlets that have, that have sprung up and that have been around and were able to help carry this torch of telling the truth. But when it came to something more of a mainstream media type of entity, I didn't see that there was much out there that was producing high quality news that would actually tell you the truth, like the actual truth of what was happening. And so it kind of got my mind thinking and turning on how I could try and be a part of the solution to build an entity that had really amazing shows that actually could help tell you what's going on in the world in a way that you can believe and have that credibility built in so you can trust what you're seeing because with AI and with past video, I mean, from my point of view, I don't really know what's real or what's not from mainstream media. They just lie and make things up and they're manipulating people off the direction from either the government or big pharma or other institutions we can't see. And so there's a major credibility and I think whole where people can go find really good media news. And I think you're absolutely correct. They did it with the Ukraine invasion, remember? The ghost yep. of Kiev. The ghost of Kiev was the big hero. He shot down right. seven Soviet fighters, and it turned out that yep. it was literally footage from a video game. And then they showed pictures of soldiers kissing their wives goodbye when actually it was a it was a picture of an American special forces operator kissing his wife hello after deployment. And then they showed soldiers in hospital in a, in a makeshift hospital out in the battlefield. And it turns out that it was from Africa from 2015. And then, of course, the famous poster of Zelensky looking very military generalish. And it was from war games that had taken place the year before. It's everything that we were told about Ukraine, everything so far that we're still being told, has either been a lie or based on a lie. So they haven't let up. This is this is modern, quote unquote, news. You're right. It, all it is is state propaganda. And, and good on you for, for seeing a problem and, and using your entrepreneurial gifts to, to get a solution. And that's exactly what you also did with the wellness company and Zelenko Labs. Yeah, I... When the pandemic first hit or the fear-demic or whatever you want to call it to try and control and grab power, uh, I got to know and got to meet Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. And I watched how he went through his journey of treating Trump to 
you know, with finding a hydroxychloroquine zinc combination to then the government takes it off the shelf and hides it from everybody and then no one can get it. So he came up with another product and, and another solution being using natural products to try and combat it. And, and I helped him start his company and, and we helped a tremendous amount of people. I think that Dr. Zelenko helped inspire and save millions of people with his protocols. And, and that was really, I think, the, the genesis of it. And then, of course, getting to know these other amazing doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Harvey Risch and, and uh, Dr. Trupinski now as well, who's joined the wellness company. And are, 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 again, it goes back to the same type of thing. There's a huge problem, I think, in the world right now with the credibility between the patient and the doctor. And that credibility has been destroyed. And so one of the things I wanted to be a part of the solution on was building a company that could help repair the doctor-patient relationship and help bring really great products and really great solutions to the world. And that was really the genesis of the wellness company. And we are able to help a tremendous amount of people. And we have amazing doctors and we have products. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been amazing so far. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit more about the companies on the other side of these headlines. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. Real news. TNT Radio News. For TNT, this is James O'Neill. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has expressed grave concerns about the current turmoil in the Middle East, suggesting it could be the most perilous period the region has faced in nearly five decades. During a hearing of the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party on January 30th, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo testified that China's communist regime is actively collaborating with authoritarian nations to challenge the United States and the current international system. The common housefly, caught in the clutches of the spider's web. Every move it makes just makes matters worse. Then, dinner time. Feast on the captivating stories, videos, and helpful information on our website. Whoa. Dinner's ready. Oh, man. Escape is futile. Just one more video. Get stuck in our web. TNTradio.live. So, Foster, they say that uh, failure dies an orphan, but success has a thousand fathers. And they also say that flattery is the most sincere form of, or imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. But people can take it a little too far. Unfortunately, since Dr. Zelenko passed, there's a lot of knockoffs out there, aren't there? You know, it's been really sad to see just how many people were once supporting him that now just stole his formula. And, and I'm okay if people innovate. You know, if you want to take something and make it better, by all means, right? But when you go and you literally just steal something that someone else has done that you've supported them, and go do it yourself. I mean, for me, I just think that that's low. And, and I, I really have no respect for people that do that uh, in business. I don't. And unfortunately, that is what's going on. And this isn't, this isn't a plug for the Zelenko uh, formula per se. But oftentimes, you know, we've seen with generic medicines, okay? One of the big problems of generics is the quality control in the generic manufacturing companies aren't always up to snuff. You don't know whether you're getting uh, the correct dosage in those products. You also don't know whether they're using bioavailable ingredients. So you might have the same amount of a certain ingredient, but one is more bioavailable form than the other. And so the other really isn't going to do you any good. It, it really, I've always felt confident 
if I go with the brand over the generic, because typically the generic is a copycat and it just, it, it's been my experience that whatever the product is, whether it's, it's car wash soap or, or uh, dishwashing sponges or whatever it is, the quality is just not there. And if you're going to put something in your body, something that you're doing to improve your health, I think you'd want to make sure that you're using the real stuff. You know, a lot of people don't understand when it comes to nutraceuticals or supplements um, that it's about the quality of the raw ingredients. Yeah. And so you can go buy another type of quercetin or another type of zinc. But I mean, there's a lot of products out there right now that are cheaper, that are sprayed with chemicals or that have pesticides on them when they're being grown. And I think that that really just translates into these cheaper knockoff products. You know, it was really important to Zev, we maintained the highest level of quality that you can when you're producing these products, because that's how you try and help make people's bodies healthier, not sicker. And so we, we pay a premium for all of our raw material because that's what it takes. We go to the nth degree to make sure we're GMP certified and we're kosher certified. Those things matter and they help make sure that you have a cleaner product. And so a lot of these people have come out there and they're making these knockoff products. And yes, they're, some of them are much cheaper than ours, but a lot of their ingredients are coming from China and they're full of crap or they're mislabeling their products. So there's not quite what they're saying is in it is actually in it. And that's not going to help the consumer. And so you know, I do think it's important that when you get to know a brand and, and you get to trust a brand that you support that brand, because we were out there with, with these products when, when it was the hard thing to do. I mean, to stand up and talk about COVID might not seem like a big deal right now, but, you know, rewind back to 2021 or 2020 and it was a viper's nest, right? You know, it was, it was really tough to go out and talk about it. And you know, well, you're up in Canada. People were literally put in jail for talking about it up there. Bank accounts frozen, right? It goes, the list of horrific things goes on and on. But we're more communist than in Canada than the U.S. But yeah, so, so to see kind of the transition that's happened now, um, it's, been, it's been difficult. I, I trusted a lot of these people that were big supporters, and we supported them through this crisis that happened in this pandemic, as you called it. And it's, it's really horrific to see what they're doing and just they're knocking off and copying and, and they're greedy, right? They're just greedy and they want money and they don't want to support kind of the, the, the genesis of, of what helps so many people in Zelenko Labs and their products. And I think that that's something that everybody does need to remember and should support because they were here when it was the really hard thing to do. Well, and that's just it. There's also... I I'm willing to pay a little bit more to support my local hardware store as compared to one of these big box stores that quite frankly, most of their stuff comes from China. Their screws are crap because you use it and you can't even get the screw all the way in uh, before it either strips your screwdriver or it gets stripped by the screwdriver. And I'm willing to pay a little bit more to support the local business. We have a whole day now after Black Friday, we've got buy local Tuesday, right? And exactly. it's it, it's the same kind of thing. You should support the companies that, that stood tall for you while everybody was against it. Okay. You guys have earned a little bit of grace as far as I'm concerned, but over and above that, the product really is superior. I've always found out 
that cheap ends up being way more expensive than a little bit more costly. Yeah. And even, even the people, the things they say now, right? The attackers, like if you want to go live in your negative, you know, envious, jealous world, you know, go stay in the box in the corner and, and don't really, you know, come out and, and attack a company like Zelenko Labs, like they're doing now. And, you know, again, I, I completely agree with you, you know, buying freedom, buying that support, you know, it makes a tremendous difference. And Zelenko Labs, we reinvest back into biotech companies that maybe don't have a chance or an opportunity that aren't given the same ones uh, because they go against the narrative. And so we really reinvest our money back into helping people in, in Zelenko Labs as well. You know, it's, it's easy, it's easy to, to go and, and catcall from the bleachers when you live in a different country and uh, you're trying to be a copycat. So, Well, that's exactly it. I don't think people understand that, okay, you might save a couple bucks today and you might save a couple bucks a week right now, but they're not putting their money into what might be coming over the horizon. You guys are looking forward. You're not, you're not just looking back toward COVID and, and, and providing a solution for people that, that get sick with either SARS-CoV-2 or another coronavirus, because quite frankly, it works on all of them. But you're looking forward in what might be coming over the horizon that's going to be a threat to us. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, God love you for doing that, because you could easily just be using the cheaper ingredients, charge a premium price, and, and pocketing the extra. It's uh, what most people in business do these days. And it's so refreshing to have an entrepreneur that really uh, practices his values in, in the companies he's supporting. Well, I think it's everything wrong with these people that pretend to be entrepreneurs in today's age. You have these these lifestyles that they show with their cars and their women and their planes and their fancy things. And, and what you don't realize is a, being an entrepreneur is about really practicing your, your art and trying to change the world in a positive way and reinvesting into that positive change. That's what people should aspire to be doing, how they can help contribute to the world not what all these other entrepreneur kind of frauds are, are portraying today. And so that's something that, you know, I am talking about more now and I am, I never wanted to be in the media, but I feel like it is important for people to know what I stand for with my companies because they're touching so many people's lives in this parallel economy that we're building and to try and talk to the next generation of entrepreneurs. Like it matters what you do. It matters what you spend your money on. We have a duty as somebody who owns a group of companies to continue to invest in those that might not be given the same chance as others do because they're standing for the right things or they have groundbreaking technology. Those are just things that I think are critical in today's world. Well, as a fellow entrepreneur and a shameless plug here for deploymentbrands.com, because that's exactly our philosophy. You know, we're, we say we're on a mission from God to give back to those who gave so much to this country. And, and we do so much that we don't even publicize but it, just because it's the right thing to do, that's why we're in business, is to support this military community and their families and first responders and, and, and those left behind. So it's the kind of ethical entrepreneurship I really like to support. 
Stay tuned. We've got a lot more in our discussion with Foster Colson on today's News Talk TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg. Last week, Dr. Jill Biden, the first lady, gave an interview and she talked about what she believed the Republican Party was doing to her son, Hunter Biden, and to the rest of her family. I think what they are doing to Hunter is cruel. And I'm really proud of um, how Hunter has life uh, after addiction. And, um, you know, I'm, I love my son and it's had, it's hurt my grandchildren. And that's what I'm so concerned about. Now that's ridiculous, of course, because Hunter Biden decided not to honor a subpoena from the Congress and he's facing 17 years in prison on tax charges out in California. Uh, but nonetheless, former GOP chairman Michael Steele ripped his former party. The party of family values doesn't have the compassion to understand the addiction that drove Hunter to behave the way he did. I'm telling you, they got their own children and relatives who have those same issues. Now take, how would you like that to be displayed across the front page of the New York Times or the Washington Post? Newsbusters Mark Finkelstein asked if Steele was threatening Republicans threatening to reveal stories about other people's children. Sounded that way to me. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TNT. Eggs. You can fry them, scramble them, poach them, boil them, or race them on a spoon. But uncooked eggs can be a risk for food poisoning. To be safe, avoid buying dirty or cracked eggs. Always wash your hands after handling eggs. And if you're concerned, pregnant, elderly, or have a poor immune system, make sure you cook eggs until the yolk starts to firm. Or look for new pasteurized eggs. For excellent eggs, handle them safely. Welcome to The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio. TNT. So Foster Zelenko Labs and the wellness company have copycats and they've got their fair share of haters. What kind of pushback have you seen on VNN? Probably the same. <laughs> you know, people don't necessarily always like when you're standing up to create change. And you know, we're very vocal about what we stand for at VNN. We stand for the truth, the unaltered truth on both sides of the aisle, by the way, because there's just as much shady corruption on the right as there is the left. And from my point of view, I think we just need to focus on telling the truth about what's going on in the world. It doesn't matter to me what political belief system you have. It matters to me about people understanding what's actually going on in this world. And so that's one of the reasons why Vigilant News to me was so important to found because I think we, we live in a world where fake media is so easy. You know, these internet companies don't hold liability. So you have these, these social media networks like X and Facebook and Substack are one of the biggest offenders. And these people are writing horrible articles and lies and, and, they're, being, and they're just fake. And, so, and, and these sites don't hold any liability. And so for Vigilant News, where I think people need to kind of gravitate more towards listening to real news from real networks is because we actually have liability for the things that we say, right? When we do an article, we have liability that what we're saying is true or else we can get sued. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really an important distinction right now. People are relying on X for their news. I think that that's wrong. I think there's too many lies and falsehoods. 
And I think that it's important to find a really good news site or news sites that also hold liability for the things that they're publishing. Well, and people always ask me, is Elon a good guy? It's like, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. I watch actions. And here's an action I don't like. I had Lynn Shaw on last night and she said, there's child sexual abuse material all over X. They refuse to take it down. We've seen Muslim terrorist uh, videos all over X. He refuses to take them down even after October 7th. And yet yours truly at Timbo Tim 62 still has a lifetime ban for posting memes. And I've tagged him a hundred times in uh, probably close to a hundred now in uh posts we got to call them posts now i still want to call them tweets <laughs> but you know seriously where's all this free speech that we're told and so it's great to have another you know even i don't know whether we'd be considered a competitor or not but as, as far as i'm concerned a rising tide lifts all boats and it's great to have a new uh, network that is committed to telling the truth because here's the next big thing that's going to be, take propaganda and turn it to 11 and that's the deep fake videos we've already seen the deep fake photographs but the deep fake videos that's that ai technology that you can't tell is ai foster that scares me it's scary and you know it's tough to talk to elon's actions um i can talk to facts though do you know what the largest intelligence gathering company in the world is i would bet x tesla do you know who oh, has really? the most advanced supercomputer in the world that i know is uh spacex right tesla really tesla but also SpaceX, but spacex does have the most satellites in the air Yes. And X is generating a tremendous amount of intelligence data. So when I stand back and I look at trends, right? And then you look at Neuralink as well. Of course, they're kind of their separate entity. Um, I mean, as an entrepreneur, I, I do have concerns because I think that there's a tremendous amount of intelligence that's being gathered every single second of every single day. And I do think that's being fed into the most advanced AI piece of equipment on earth. And when you couple that with, uh, Neuralink and robots and satellites, you know, at the end of the day, I kind of think it spells for uh, some sort of uh, action movie. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, the world is becoming smarter. I think that that's scary when you start looking at these deep fakes. And I think that makes it even more important that people have credibility um, in believing that what they're watching is real from, from networks, from individuals. Absolutely. I, I'm a little confused though. How is Tesla gathering intelligence information and not X? Well, X is too, but Tesla videos all around their cars every second of every day they're being driven all around the world and sends it back to a consolidated what? database. What? Oh yeah. Say that again. Every second of every day, Teslas are gathering information and gathering video, and they're beaming it back to Tesla's centralized supercomputer. It is fact. And they, Tesla wow. is the single largest intelligence gathering entity in the planet. So basically, these are rolling CCTV security cameras like you have in the United Kingdom. The question is who has access to it? I wouldn't want to say China but I wouldn't think that that would be too off the mark. Well, well, so, so um, 
Tesla survived off of, you know, and again, this is, you know, I don't want to go too in depth into this, but I, I've spent a little bit of time on it. Uh, sure. Tesla only survived because of the U.S. government. And, and so did SpaceX. I mean, they right. both would have they both would have died uh, without the U.S. government supporting them. So you kind of wonder where someone's ties are when both of their companies would have not been here without not only a little bit tremendous support from the u.s government like like the largest subsidies that companies have seen type of support and then you wonder when mm -hmm, go ahead yeah if you're data streaming you can you can data stream to two supercomputers just as easily as you can to one I bet you I wouldn't be too surprised if that big server farm out in Nevada is getting a copy of those streams. Uh, I think that when you have data consolidated in one place, you definitely have the ability to have others access it. And so, you know, I get concerned about that when I look at how smart um, AI is becoming. And, and when I look at how does AI learn, it learns from interactions around it. Uh, yeah. It learns from inputting data. So between Tesla and then between X, which is a massive creator of basically everybody's consciousness is being put on X all the time with their thoughts and feelings and interacting with each other. When you put all that together in the world's largest supercomputer, and then you're using that when you're, you're putting implants in people's heads with Neuralink, or you're creating the next generation of robots, and how do you think the robots are going to be powered? Probably with AI, the AI being generated from every Tesla vehicle driving around and everybody's thoughts on X, you know, no wonder why banks are funding these organizations under a specific individual, because it makes sense when you put it all together, doesn't it? I don't, that's not a conspiracy. You know, so, so here's where my mind goes, right? You know, you know, uh, do you know who Walter Mitty was? No, I don't. It, it, it was a life and times of Walter Mitty was a movie back in the fifties. And Walter Mitty was just a, you know, a middle class, middle-aged schlub. And his dream was to play center field for the New York Yankees. And of course he makes a deal with the devil and he gets to play center field with the Yankees. And it's that kind of thing. But my Walter Mitty dream ever since I was a teenager, actually, actually was to be a writer for Saturday night live. And so when you're telling me this stuff, my mind immediately goes to, we need to make a spoof movie that's like the Terminator, except instead of Terminators, they're Teslas, right? So the Tesla's driving around and it's one of these auto drive cars. And all of a sudden on facial recognition, you know, there's Timbo. And all of a sudden his X profile comes up and it's a target acquired exterminate. And all of a sudden the Tesla veers into him, right? I mean, that's literally, possible with this technology well but but he's building robots he, he posts about them all the time he has some oh, of the sure i know but i'm just i'm just making it funny right you got to make it funny oh, yeah, so yeah, use, yeah. use a so, tesla totally. instead of a robot yeah yeah totally. unfortunately, he has robots too but yeah he has the cars and, and then x is becoming a digital payment platform right so again yeah. you kind of stand back and you look at how all these pieces fit together and you know, from my point of view, I think over the next couple of years, I think you could have the most powerful person in the world that controls pretty much all technology that you can't turn off because he has his own satellites as well. So right. he can be anything he wants at any point in time. And the earth is covered. And what is it, like 5,000 satellites? Like when you look at the pictures of all the, the Starlink satellites, it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So um, if yeah, I'm not only sure where Foster, if only there had been a movie franchise 
that had as villains people that were doing this, industrialists that were trying to take over the world. And if only the United <laughs> Kingdom had a spy that could save the day. See, my point is obviously you're sure. talking about James Bond. They have this, none of this is organic and none of this is sudden. This has been in the planning for decades. They've been normalizing it with movies like James Bond, like Robocop, like the Terminator series. They've been normalizing people to this idea, even 2001 A Space Odyssey with the computer hail. So, you know, that's what they do. They propagandize, they soften up the terrain. They're like the, you know, movies are like the artillery, right? They soften up the target before the infantry goes in. And that's what they're doing with all of their movies and whatnot. Now, what, uh, VNN, where does that exist in the news ecosystem vis-a-vis, say, TNT, today's news talk? Um, I mean, we have shows that we're rolling out now. Uh, on vigilantnews.com. We also are working with other really amazing digital news platforms like the Gateway Pundit, who are are um, uh, playing our, our nightly news as well. So we're on Gateway's channel uh, and their platform. And our goal is just continue to roll out more and more really amazing shows. Our, our goal eventually is 17 hours every single day of really hard-hitting news based on facts, you know, I want to have people on the ground that are telling the stories happening in real time. I don't just want to regurgitate what other people are saying. Right now, you stand back and look at the news landscape. You have a story that breaks and then you have like a hundred news stories uh, of everybody regurgitating the exact same thing with the same videos. And then sometimes someone will pretend like they have breaking news and throw in a fake news video and it goes on and on and on and on. So I think having that really on ground um, real news at the time it happens is is just absolutely critical. Well, that's important to know. And who knows, down the road, there might be some synergy there between VNN and TNT. Totally. Tell us a little bit, one of the companies in which you're invested, and I said, you know, like I said, wanted to be a Saturday Night Live uh, writer. I immediately came out when they started talking about the jab. Okay, my background is in biology neuroscience uh, and, and, and uh, molecular biology. And I was out in May and June of 2020, right? So six and seven months before the first jabs were even given. And I was warning about this technology because I understood the mod RNA platform. I understood what the potential pitfalls were. And unfortunately, everything I said was a possibility has proven to be correct. We've had these mm-hmm. downstream impacts, but mm-hmm. a lot of the impacts, there are people now that are taking time bombs and they don't even realize it. I'm particularly worried about our, our young people, the people, the teenagers and the children that have been given these jabs, because just like DES, diethylstilbestrol, that was given to stop uh, morning sickness, it wasn't until the daughters of those women developed ovarian cancer in their 30s. So we're talking 50 years that all of a sudden the problem with DES became aware. I think that's going to happen with these jabs. I think between the the soy and all of the uh, phytoestrogens and the plastics that are in our environment, male sperm counts for men under 40 are one third what they were 20 years ago for men under 40. And I only see it getting worse with the jabs. I see them as a, as a means potentially not, you know, I'm not going to get into whether that was the the uh, directed target or whether this is a an unfortunate byproduct. But I think we're going to have 
a lot of problems with infertility and a lot of problems with cancers among the children of people that have gotten jabbed. We're already seeing turbo cancers. And my immediate reaction was to tweet out a wisecrack saying, I'm available, you know, six foot five, all this background, athletic, unvaxxed, I'm available to be a sperm donor. But you've got a company that's that's connecting people that are unvaxxed, right? Yeah. I think that's Inject fantastic. Uh, Injected.com, you know, unfortunately, you know, men have to pay to be a part of it, um, which I think men should, because I just fundamentally believe that a real man that's actually masculine does have to pay the bill. Right. Um, and, and so they help maintain, you know, help keep the site maintained. Um, it's $69 that men have to pay. Um, and yeah, you know, I think it is important. This 2020 and what happened in this pandemic, uh, they tried to take away love. And I think love is one of the most powerful things in the world. And I think that helping people find it, find connection, find each other is really important to be a part of. And so when I was looking around it again, you know, companies that are solving problems, well, guess what? You have a huge percentage of the population that, that decided not to get vaccinated. I'm not being mean to people that did. I'm just stating a fact that people didn't. Right. And those people that didn't, it's important that they're with people that are like-minded and, and didn't kind of have the well, same type even of Even more than that, it's self-preservation because my friend Chris Richardson, who is a, a, an elite massage therapist for elite athletes, ended up vaccine injured because she yeah. had her hands on professional athletes eight, nine hours right. a day. And she got through her palms, she got vaccine injured. And it's not a joke, especially, you know, that's just skin to skin contact. So it really is a health issue going forward. And you're absolutely right. If people made the decision to, to get it, that's fine. But, you know, decisions have consequences. Now, I will say this, Foster, not a single one of us that didn't get it regrets not taking it. Yeah, uh, imagine that. Right. And, and so from from my experience with the wellness company, what I have seen uh, and Dr. Jim Thorpe, who's on our team, has written uh, articles on this now, is that men's sperm is being infiltrated with spike protein. So it absolutely is. We've had Dr. Thorpe on the show talking about just that. Foster, I want to have you back. We've got so much more to talk about, folks. Check him out on X at Foster Colson. Check out the wellness company, TWC.health. Check out Zelenko Labs. And check out VNN. Foster, thank you so much. That's it for tonight's Reckoning on today's News Talk TNT. Stay tuned for the Havorier Moritz Show. I'm Timothy Shea. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting the good fight.